What up, guys? James from Bolt Bros here. Want to go over all the GM candidates that have been confirmed that the charges are requesting to interview. Also, just talk a little bit of briefly about the Rooney Rule and how it applies to GMs. Let's get into it, guys. Bolt Bros, let's go. I'm Dale Henley. You watching the Bolt Bros podcast? Let's, let's do it! guys appreciate the support and love and everything too like the video subscribe to the channel if you have not we always appreciate the support and everything too we love hearing it from you too so please after this video just go ahead and throw your comments in the below we love hearing from you so quick idea here and a couple things i wanted to be able to throw out there too interesting thing and a note that i saw from some sources that the chargers actually were very very active um there's an, an event called the Accelerator-Based Program or Front Office Accelerator Program, I should call it, uh, in Dallas. And it happened kind of about mid to early um, December. And apparently there's a lot of reports the Chargers are very, very active during that time and at that meeting to be able to meet with some future GM candidates and such. So this is kind of an interesting thing. They've already been working a little bit ahead of schedule on all this. So they were, I think, doing their homework. They kind of found a couple guys that they might like. and then they're already got notes on some of them too. So it's kind of cool to be able to see. And some of the, these candidates they've already requested were at that event. So they, hey, they liked what they saw, I guess. So let's get into the candidates here, guys. Uh, actually, let's talk about the Rooney Rule real quick. Um, Rooney Rule, so the idea of it is it's very, very similar to how head coaches get uh, interviewed. So clubs must interview at least two diverse candidates from the career development advisory panelist or diverse candidate not currently employed by the club. Clubs must conduct an in-person review with at least one minority candidate for any GM or uh, head coaching interview. Clubs must continue to consider multiple diverse candidates. Clubs must maintain complete records and provide them to the league upon the commissioner's request. So very similar and the same idea with the GM role as the head coaching. They're going to go out there and look for many diverse-based candidates here. So just want to clarify that for you guys. Um, so... First candidate here for you guys, we got our guy, Brandon Brown. He is from the Giants. And so he's been one of those guys, younger guy all around, uh, just kind of getting very involved. He was also at the accelerator-based program, too, from what I heard. Um, he's really the right-hand man for the GM there at Joe Schuen uh, at the Giants. So in 2022, he spent five seasons also with the Philadelphia Eagles, which you love to see that aggressive organization. Um, and he was a team director of player personnel in 2021, asked to oversee the pro scouting department too. Uh, that was with the Eagles. Then uh, he was also with the Colts for two seasons as an advanced scout for 2016, scouting assistant in 2015, and his first full-time scouting job after a brief stint with Boston College as a pro personnel intern for the Jets uh, in 2012. So he's had some time there. Younger guy all around, just kind of moving up the ranks and everything too. But he is definitely a hot commodity. You know, he's had a couple different teams already request interviews with him. So definitely one of those guys to keep an eye out for. And you would assume, based upon the accelerator-based program that the NFL had in December, and you hear the reports that charges were there, they might have done their homework already. 
Uh, so they kind of know him, and you assume that they met with him too. So uh, that is Brandon Brown, Giants assistant GM right now. So Terrence Gray, Bills director of personnel. Uh, this one's a uh, a good one too. Um, obviously, it's coming from a team that is a little bit more aggressive all around, a team that has been uh, involved quite a bit with developing very strong um, teams with the Bills. Uh, basically, Terrence Gray has been in the NFL for over 20 years, spending a number of years as a college scout for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, as a college scout for the Minnesota Vikings prior to joining the Bills in 2017. Basically, he came in with Sean McDermott, so he was a part of that same crew. He has experience working as a scout, player personnel, um, player development, NFL League office, and then also was involved with the continuing education program, too. So he was definitely there, too, at that event in Dallas. So very cool. A guy, once again, coming from an organization that's pretty aggressive, finds ways to get talent there. Um, you know, he also has a request from the from the Raiders, too. So we'll see where it goes from there. Um, I think it was kind of comical that the Raiders did interview Tom Telesco. That was interesting. But either which way, that is Terrence Gray, Bill's director of personnel. I like the idea of it. He was involved with a lot of the drafting of a lot of their players currently and getting a lot of their really, really good, uh, like Stefan Diggs and such, too. And even just getting a lot of free agent guys seems like they really want to sign in with Buffalo. So I think that's a very good thing. And that's one thing that you want to look at with a guy who is not necessarily GM, but he is a part of it in some level that they're scouting the right players and they're creating a good culture there. So you'd hope that's kind of what a GM can bring to you and bring to this team to be able to really find a great way of building a great team, great culture all around. Obviously with the head coach too. So, <laughs> uh, Adam Peters, Niners assistant GM. This has been a hot name that a lot of people talked about um, even before they started the, the search. This is one that a lot of Charter fans asked about. You know, Adam Peters is in his 21st season in the NFL and third as the 49ers assistant general manager to John Lynch. You got to love the Niners, man. Team brings talent. Team brings a very good culture there, a winning-based culture. They have something there and adam peters was a big big part of that in the sense of bringing in great talent also too on this team that's what you want to see from a guy like this now he hasn't been a gm but basically he's been vice president of player personnel for the niners for four seasons eight seasons with the denver broncos as a director of college scouting uh after spending two seasons of the team assistant director of college scouting and three years as a national scout and then also a regional scout for the Broncos. So he's got a lot of hands-on with players, understanding players, understanding talent, and what they bring to the table. So 21 seasons is great. A guy that's been in the been in the league for a while in this front office type position, you got to love that guy. So I think Adam Peters would be a phenomenal, phenomenal one all around for us. So, um, And then moving on to the next candidate here. This one is an interesting one, guys. Uh, Jeff Ireland, Saints VP and Assistant General Manager for College Personnel with the Saints. So if you guys know a little bit of this history here, he's been around the league for some time. Uh, he was basically as a kicker uh, in his college years. So he was a player. He was a special teams coach for North Texas for only a couple of years, two years, basically. And then he started going into NFL scouting. Uh, he was a scout for the Chiefs, a national scout for the Ch uh, Dallas Cowboys. 
and then a vice president of college pro scouting for the Dallas Cowboys for two years. And then he became a general manager of the Dolphins. This one is a fun one, guys. You read into this one. Um, he was hired in by then executive VP of football operations, Bill Parcells, general manager for the Dolphins, pulling obviously from the Cowboys. Makes sense where Parcells was a head coach there too at the Dallas Cowboys. Man, this is such an interesting thing. In 2010, April 2010, so basically just a couple years in, Des Bryant was basically an NFL prospect. And in the in the interview, he asked if Des Bryant's mom was a prostitute. And then he was saying that his dad was a pimp too. And uh, <laughs> really weird all around. Why would you ask that? And I've heard that there's been some weird, weird questions that some people get during the NFL combine interviews and player interviews even after the combine and such from GMs and coaches and such really strange all around. But basically with the tenure with the dolphins, it became very, very controversial. It started declining on field success after 2008, trying to get free agent players really wasn't working out very well. Um, very unsuccessful, you know, <laughs> that whole thing with Des Bryant became kind of a, a big, big uh, uh, black eye on his coaching career or excuse me, his GM career. Even in 2011, fans pitched to have a plane fly over Sun Life Stadium saying, Mr. Ross, save our Dolphins, fire Ireland. Um, so <laughs> a lot of things kind of happened there. Even offensive tackle Jonathan Martin punched offensive guard Richie Incognito after allegations of bullying towards Martin. So there's like a lot of things that ended up happening where it's just become kind of a mess within players. Um, not really good at all, right, at all ended up getting fired basically in 2014. So he had kind of a longer tenure than you would expect, but uh, it seems like these GM roles, they tend to sit around for a while and hang out. So after that, he ended up becoming a draft consultant for the Seahawks in 2014 and then became an assistant general manager and college scouting director, director for the Saints since 2015. So he's been there for some time. So one of the few guys that has been a GM already getting an interview, you know, guy that you kind of think, I don't know. The track record's not that good. Um, kind of scary, to be honest, but interesting one all around to read up a little bit more on Jeff Ireland. So moving on. Got a, another Dallas going from one guy that was with the Dallas organization to now a guy who is currently in the Dallas organization, Will McClay, Cowboys VP of Player Personnel. You know, interesting thing about Will is that he has had a pretty long life in football. Um, he was basically a guy who was played wide receiver. Um, he was also got a scholarship from Rice University and eventually actually got um, recruited by Mike Nolan when he was at Rice University to play as a defensive back and became a four-year starter and a captain. Um, basically from that point, he ended up going to Detroit Drive, which is a, a arena football team. He was there for about three, four years. He ended up getting uh, three Arena Bowl championships out of that. So very cool. Uh, kind of stuck within the Arena Football League, Detroit Drive, uh, as special teams, D.C. for various teams, assistant head coach, D.C. head coach positions, too, for a couple of the teams. So he really stayed within that zone. So he was really a coach also, too, and coordinator. Really cool to be able to see that experience. Um, as an executive, he was a uh Stayed a little bit within the arena football, did some director of player personnel for some teams, um, player personnel directors. He was in the Jaguars assistant director of pro scouting in 2001, 
then also went over to the Dallas Cowboys, a pro scout, pro scouting coordinator, director of football research, assistant director of player personnel, senior director of pro college scouting, and then most recently vice president of player personnel since 2017 with the Dallas Cowboys. So long history, very, very long history. You got to love seeing a guy that was a player, uh, a guy that also was a coach. He was a coordinator, all these different things. And then obviously bigger for a GM role is scouting. Find the guys that make your team better. And Will could be one of those guys. I mean, he's with the Dallas Cowboys, and I think they've done a fair job of drafting players. Obviously, Parsons is a massive, massive hit for them. But they've done a good job of drafting and creating very good teams, too. So that's one to be able to keep an eye on, too, and see how that interview ends up going. Um, once again, a lot of these notes with the GMs, too, they kind of have to wait till if they're in the playoffs. They have to wait till after the wild card game to really start getting some of those interviews in. So, But Will McClay, keep an eye on him. Ian Cunningham, Bears assistant GM. You know, he was uh, one of the guys that was also on the uh, NFL front office accelerator program too. So once again, you assume the Chargers already did a little bit of work on Ian, getting to understand who he is as a GM and everything too. He's definitely the right-hand man for Ryan Poles. A lot of people liked him as a GM. Um, so you assume that Cunningham is kind of getting off the same cloth or cut of the same cloth excuse me. Um, so really good to be able to see. Um, he was basically also with Baltimore. So he was with the Ravens for a bit, uh, went to Philadelphia. You got to love to see that two very good, solid organizations, aggressive organizations, very winning based organizations. Um, and then became, you know, obviously with the Chicago bears as the first assistant GM in franchise history. So there was definitely big thoughts about him and, uh, you know, to be able to bring him on as the first assistant GM for the Bears. So very cool to be able to see younger guy all around, but a guy that probably the Chargers already met with since there's reports that they were at the NFL front office accelerator program in December. So very cool to be able to see. And then last but not least, another person from the Bears, Jeff King, co-director of player personnel. Um, interesting thing about him. I, one thing I like about him, he was a player. He was a tight end drafted in round five by the Carolina Panthers played for them for about four seasons. And then he moved on to the Cardinals for another two seasons. Um, he played in the league. I love seeing that, um, guy that has been in the, in, in, or on the field drafted, went through all of that kind of stuff, went through all the interviews and everything and such too, and found a way to be in the league for some years. Gotta love to see that. Basically, after his playing career, I uh, took a couple of years off. 2015, he came on as a scouting intern until 2019, became a pro scout 2016 to 2019, assistant director of pro scouting from 2019 to 2021, and then 21 to 22, director of pro scouting, and then 2022 to present, he's been a co-director of player personnel. So he has been around quite a bit of doing a lot of the scout, understanding players, working within the organization. He's done a good job of basically trying to develop uh, players all around. So I think that's this interesting thing to be able to see a guy that has come from the field to basically front office and has found a way to be able to, you know, develop very well there. It's interesting. We got two candidates now from the bears. Uh, we seem to be really picking into that um, organization quite a bit for their next GM all around. So, so that's who we got right now. Obviously, this is very fluid. It changes very often. It moves all around. Even to say the video I did about the head coaches, 
you got more head coach interviews all of a sudden that just happened too and were confirmed and even completed too um with um you know Giff Smith and also Kellen Moore just recently happened so they used a couple internal candidates and even requested other candidates too so other GMs I'd like to see let's go after the Chiefs a little bit and kind of dig a little bit into their pile I think that would be a great area to be able to work with I've seen a couple interviews from some candidates there Alec Hallaby from the Eagles I think would be a phenomenal other one too he uses a lot of analytics I think that he would be a very very good candidate too my thing is though with the GMs I want to find guys that have been in Big organizations that know how to draft, they've and also had success with their draft picks all around. So I think we got a couple guys within this pile that seem to be pretty doing pretty well. Uh, but either which way, love to be able to hear your guys' comments below. We love to be able to hear you from what you think, your thoughts, and who might be the next great candidate for the Chargers to make us great again. Once again, we need to be able to see the Chargers get to that next level. And this is where it all starts with these off-season you know, choices for GMs and head coaches. So once again, guys, appreciate the support and love too. Obviously, like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you have not. We appreciate the support once again, guys. And let's get out of here. Bolt bros. Let's go.